Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and to the sum of us. I am your co-host, Alisa, and I'm joined today, as always, with our wonderful Hi. Liz. Hello. <laughs> oh, it's our first intro with the new name. And you're like, <laughs> you know what? I told you two shows ago <laughs> that I really wanted to switch it up and elevate the format, and here you go. Like you're not. I'll just speak to the two of us. And my name is Liz. It's the sum of us. What happens when you get a very academically well-versed numerologist who's a lover of cats and a single mom in New York City? You get this show. Who can uh, pick up energy and pick up on dead people. You got this show. Are you ready interviewing co-hosts? Go ahead. Mm-mm. She's like, she's like, she's like putting out notices. She's like, DM me on Instagram. Uh, let me replace her. DM Elisa if you want to be nominated no. to replace no, no, me as co-host. No, no, no. That mm-hmm. is not going to happen. Okay. <sighs> Welcome to the Some of Us. I kind of like it. It's cute. Yeah. It works. The Some of Us. It works. <laughs> the Some of Us. Do we, do we, do we, did we settle on the acronym that it's Source's um, Ultimate Miracle? Yes. I like that too. At least that's because... what's in the write-up for right now. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Oh, it's in the right. Oh, look, look, I have to check that out. Cool. Thank you for uh, revising and upgrading and updating. I like the some of us. It's cute. It's cute. The some of us. It's cute. It's cute. You know? And it's like, obviously, we are in partnership, but the some of us could be the sum of oneself and their consciousness, oneself and who or what energies they would consider to be their guides. You. Uh, talk a lot about uh, your journey with uh, ancestral healing. I mean, talk about the sum of us right there, right? Uh, right. Right. It's the sum total. Oh, look at, look at the, okay, we're okay. The sum total of all the elements coming together for one's consciousness, ascension, maybe understanding, healing, you know, very interesting. So, um, Yay. Well, thank you for, um, thank you for just, you know, encouraging that we switch things, things up. Um, I think we have, uh, outgrown is not the right term, but we have certainly shifted for that the time, um, identifying as the lowest effect has, uh, shifted to the sum of us, which kind of makes sense because this is, um, what would it be? It's our. It's at least our third name change in yeah. uh, thirteen yeah. years, twelve years, or thirteen years. It's, yeah, so that would make sense because we were the LOA morning blend or the LOA blend, LOA yeah, morning fourth, blend. Yeah, the fourth change. Yeah, it was a. This is the fourth it was change. A, I think it was a LOA morning blend, and then we just went to the LOA blend. <laughs> Right, right. That's why the email is always going to say LOABlend at gmail.com. Right. Um, which I really like because it's always a blend. Um, and then we did, yes, and then we sort of associated that with coffee. So LOA morning blend, LOA blend, then the lowest effect. And now uh, the sum of us. Or did we oh, not do? Were we ever the some we of do, you? Were we the some we did of you? Do some of you. Some of yeah. You for a minute. Yeah. Because uh, Jen wow. reminded. See, thank you, Jen, because Jen reminded us of. She said, "Well, I'd like the some of you." You and I sort of forgot about that. We're like, "Oh yeah, that was cute." <laughs> I guess maybe was it the maybe it was the some of you, and then Lois started showing up, and then I think it switched from that to the Lois effect. I think so. I think so. That's what happened, and now we're going. We're circling back to the some of us. Which I really, it, the more I say it, you know, we're saying it out loud on the air, the more it sort of, it's, it feels very comfortable. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, uh, no, that's that's really really perfect. And um, remember when you were talking about the um, the documentary you and I both saw about the Twin Plane Universe, Escaping mm-hmm. Twin Plane Universe, mm-hmm. or whatever that was called. And then there was like a another documentary which I sent you. Um, I sent you the link. Mm-hmm. Um, it's even better than the first documentary, believe it or not. It gets it, it overlaps slightly, but it really de- deals with other. It really puts a deeper perspective. Okay, I have um, to check it out. Yes, but the reason why I bring it up, yeah, I texted you about that. Um, the reason why I bring it up is uh, the first documentary um, reminded me about Louise Hayes's mirror work because they talk a, a lot about a mirror exercise, which in its pure state is very well intended and very beautiful, but they take it as a, as an act of coercion and uh, mind control. So they take, took something very pure and tainted it. And I could compare it to the swastika, which is a originally mm-hmm. intended to be a very metaphysical symbol, but it got tainted by Hitler mm-hmm. and Nazism. So it's the same thing, or not the same at all, but parallel with the Louise Hayes' uh, mirror work that they sort of took that concept and kind of perverted it. But when you were talking about the mirror exercise, it just inspired me to go to a online uh, book purchase I made a long time for 99 cents on Hay House uh, of Louise Hayes' iconic book, Mirror Work. And I'm saying all of this because yesterday was the last, was day 21. Mm. Yeah. So isn't that crazy? So that's from the first documentary that led me on this 21-day journey. I have to say that was really what I needed to to do for myself and to and to work on. It was really good. It it awakened the art of journaling. You have to commit to journal for 21 days. My idea of journaling was, and I still do this, I've been doing this for years and years, is that I, every day I just list what I'm grateful for from the day before, and I've mm-hmm. been doing that for years. But in terms of getting prompts, uncomfortable prompts sometimes, uh, and to commit to that for 21 days, I'm very glad that I did that and it really be made very concrete the value of doing that. Because you talk about journaling, you know, pretty consistently. Mm. At, but the value of committing to, okay, so what am I, you know, what's the journal prompt, what's the journal exercise for today? You know, and to, to go to places I don't really feel like going. Right. Think about my childhood. I won't think about that, mm-hmm. you know. I don't want to draw a picture of myself as a child uh, with uh, my non-dominant hand because <laughs> I look like a little, you know, lunatic alien. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad I did. I recommend I recommend it highly, especially when Hay House has it on sale for like 99 cents. And, wow. You know, I purchased it. I purchased it as an ebook, so it's living on my iPad. And uh, yes, lovely. Lovely, very helpful book. Definitely supported uh, a lot of shifting during a time where energetically so many chaotic shifts were taking place. It was really good timing with all these eclipses and moons and new moons and this super moon and that moon and your cousin's moon and your mother's moon and everybody else's moon. <laughs> so uh, very, yeah. Uh, recommend it highly. Mirror work by Louise Hay. Inspired by you talking to me about uh, the documentary Twin Plane Universe, and then one of the, the the other documentary about the same subject. As I said, I think even better than the one on Netflix. I called. Let me just find it for you. Uh, it is called Escaping Twin Planes. That's it. Yeah, that's oh, the one that I, I saw. Know. Yeah. 
I think that's the one I saw. No. Mm-mm. I was so I was like I was always confused. I'm like, there's so many things happening here. Yeah, there's yeah, this is a yeah, this is a different one. Um but it's the but it's the title for similar. Then I started another three part tree series. I swear to God, in the first twenty minutes, my mouth was on the floor and I'm like <laughs> WTF? I'm always fascinated by documentaries about spiritual leaders and cults and just how people are just, they need to connect to something almost to their detriment or a lot of, not almost, to their detriment in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. And I have always said this, anything to the extreme, even if it's good, you know, I I, I think it's very apropos the term toxic positivity mm. because it's not all good. Right. Life is not all good. It's all purposeful, but it's not all good. Right. Uh, no, it's just not. So when people are like, you know, da- dancing around, I'm like, okay, that's cute, but, you know, uh, I don't think so. This one is called Love Has, as a matter of fact, I'm just going to send you this. It's called Love Has One. And it's called um, The Cult of Mother God. Do you ever hear about oh. this woman? Call, that she call, I'm going to text it to you. That she calls herself, well, she, I don't want to give anything away. I do not want to give anything away because I cannot, I, it's three parts. I saw part one. Mm-hmm. I will probably finish part two and three today. Um, okay, I just sent this to you. Write this. I just texted it to you. Um, I'm not going to get, I don't want to give anything away, no spoiler alerts, but uh, this very charismatic, young, very attractive woman uh, created this persona. Uh, The gateway to this persona or to the shift in consciousness, um, I guess this journey all started when she was, you know, on this this path of just being very ambitious, but like, you know, as a young, as a young aspiring maybe business person or what, maybe she had visions of that, whatever. And then she takes one hit of ecstasy. Oh Lord! And, and everything, and everything, and everything starts to change. And she basically, and then people supporting this. Um, deems herself to be uh, the latest incarnation of God. And it's very interesting because if we go back to the Twin Flame universe, mm. these these two, you know, especially especially um, the guy, the guy. Yeah. Uh, the, whatever his name is, because these people, I, I remember, I think Jeff, his name is Jeff, uh, <laughs> his wife is Shalia, uh, Jeff fancies himself, you know, the, an incarnation of Christ. And with, the, and with the latest talk about those two, not the one you saw, but the one that if you're mm-hmm. able to see it, see it. I'm not going to give anything away, but what they are, what they have appointed to their unborn child, like the designation. Mm. I'm like okay, okay. No, I guess the baby is born now, but at the at, at the time of this documentary, um, but what they're what they're appointing or presuming at the time to their unborn child, I'm like okay. And I complain about my parents. I'm good. Mm. I'm good. Oh my god. But for it's just shows how the external seeking of connection. I see, I'm like to tie this all into the, the, the Louise Hay book, the mirror work, mm-hmm. because that's about forging a connection within yourself. And for so many of us, it's fragmented or fractured or broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely fractured within myself absolutely broken within myself absolutely goodness i'm aware enough to know i'm not gonna uh heal those fractures externally 
as much as I'd like to. Now, on subconscious levels, did I believe otherwise? Absolutely. You know, that's why you think you can fight and you think, you, you know, your future is going to save your life. People do this with relationships. Mm. People at some level will think, okay, this is going to heal my fractures. Um, you know, or, or you have to, you know, date enough lunatics, hello, to realize, <sighs> hello, to realize that uh, it's, not about, it's not about that. It's about going deep within. You know, so my hiatus for going on eight months, and it's really funny because I don't talk about a dating life because I don't have one mm. yet. <laughs> <laughs> As of yet. You know, so uh, busy, doing lots of things, don't really have time, whatever, whatever, working on myself. And uh, even when I, I uh, saw my, my, uh, my hairdresser yesterday, because I see him every five weeks, he's like, so what's going on with dating? You haven't, I'm like, I haven't said anything, have I? I know you <laughs> my stories. I know my stories are because when I have them, they're good. I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> it's, it's funny because people would never ask because I always had so many great stories. But because it's been a minute, they're missing Liz's story hour. I'm like, nope, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But I knew, and maybe that's why I'm drawn to these documentaries or the, or they're they're coming to my, to my consciousness for a certain reason or whatever, but to just really see, you know, we're all sort of seeking the same thing, but it's how we're seeking it. We're mm-hmm. all seeking healing on some level or another, but what are, but in what ways are we, are we seeking that, you know, um, seeking community, seeking uh, being seen, heard, and valued so we feel safe. It takes, it, takes a, it takes a strong backbone to really go to the, into the cold lines of your consciousness by yourself. So, but it's, it's very grateful mm. that for the Louise Hay book because it, it made it gentle and safe very grateful for that and it's the perfect timing i would have never explored that if i was distracted by trying to get a fix from uh you know dating somebody or what have so yeah well i think that's um, you know that's the that's the important part for you to to know and, and recognize and I think that's for all of us because the, the, you're right. The journey is the inward journey, um, mm-hmm. but we don't live in isolation from each other. The whole point of it is how do we feel connected? How do we feel like we belong without losing ourselves, which is a delicate balance in in families, you know, in relationships, in community. Um, what yep. you think you belong to and all the different groups you associate with, um, they all serve a purpose. And then, and until they stop doing that, then you're, you're in it, you know? And um, I think this is an important aspect of our lives for all of us because uh, for us to understand and to, you know, like that is the work. When we talk about inner work, I think that's a huge part of it where, you know, sometimes the reasons why we go inward or maybe why we're forced to go inward can be so difficult. And it usually has to do with the external uh, forces that we find ourselves in. And in a lot of it still, how you view it. But if you don't feel like you belong anywhere, um, yep. then you'll start asking different questions, some that will definitely hinder you. <laughs> And some that will will help you, and it, and then until mm-hmm. you figure out what that pattern is, um, and you start asking something differently, then then you kind of get what you get, right? You you'll still you in fact you can still land in the lap of luxury, or you can find like the best person, the nicest person, but if it, if you haven't done that inner work, you won't see that. You'll see and experience something different. And mm-hmm. I think from going on. You know, we think about all the things that are happening, all the people that we uh, we relied on, say, growing up, or that we still mm-hmm. look to. Some people look to their 
um, you know, their church and their religion. So whoever is representative of that, whether it's the father, you know, the priest, whatever, um, or because uh, I saw that I, I saw it when I was um, uh, working within my fraternity as a as an alumni volunteer, and we had we had different chapters who um, would start up or you know try to try to get something started, and it would be so different there you know what they would decide oh that I think that's a good trait we're gonna we're gonna pick that up from another really what they consider to be a really strong chapter but it. And it actually ended up being hazing, like stuff that they were hazing other people, which is how they Ooh. how they um, how they got that bond. You know, it's like it's through fear. Mm. It was through fear and, and, mm. and you know manipulation and uh, humiliation, all the stuff that we're not you're not you don't really want to have to do, but you kind of kind of see where that would make you okay. Well, I I made it through that. I'm part of the group. You know, it's like gangs. You know, I'm part of the group. I I did something. I pulled off a. a, a you know, a felony or, you know, whatever it is, whatever. I, right. I double dog near you and to prove that, you know, all the stuff, the thing, you risk your life. It's all the, it's like reality TV, <laughs> the pressure, the pressure cooker that you voluntarily do. Right. It's, it's like, okay, well, if I've gone through this trauma, then I belong because we've all, we've all had this trauma, you know, we all had to do it and we're, we're stronger for it. At least we're unified. And maybe that's part of it, you know, that, that, um, desire to be part of something that unity and if you know bigger picture we all say we're all one but we're having to experience ourselves differently ultimately we still go back to the same thing so that's like kind of over uh looking over all the different nuances that happen as you make that realization time and time again it's not just a one-time thing um so like with with our families you know we have people that are estranged uh, we have people who have passed and and especially i guess around the holidays you have people you know who feel like well i don't i don't feel really close to anybody in my family so whatever it's not that big of a deal um so we all have these ways of expressing look i'm an individual and then we have we have actions that say but i really want to be part of something bigger than me and what can i trust and what can what can i trust and what can i thrive in I guess it just depends on what we're looking at, what we you know, what our definitions are, and where we are, and who we think we are. <laughs> um, right. But I can see where religion and, and cults, um, where there's just enough of a charismatic presence, just enough to make you feel like when they turn their eye on you, that you're, oh my God, I'm seen, and you crave that. Mm-hmm. You crave that. You know, we, we crave yeah. that as kids because we want to have our parents, you know, at least one, but probably right. both of them see right. us and, and right. you know, dote on us. And um, and if you don't have that and you don't expect it and then you finally get it later on in life, it feels very different. It might be one of the answers that you think you've been looking for. and But anything that's outside of you is very temporary like it's it's limited in its scope because it's not it's not from within you um so you're kind of expecting others to do it to you know you're going to tap that person dry then you go to the next person then you go to the next person until you realize it's not about the other person it's you in your capacity uh, i guess to receive and also to to give um mm-hmm. So these are like the ongoing patterns that we see um, in our lives. And I mean, I, I am going to have to look at those. I don't know if it'll happen before the holidays, but to look at some of these documentaries you're talking about, because I'm like, it, it's, it is Girl, incredibly I, it's fascinating. so fascinating to me what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe we should let the people know that uh, please join our church. It's called the Sum of Us. <laughs> <laughs> We're mother, mother, God. <laughs> yeah. but, but think about that, though. Think about that. Because, um, well, you and I, you know, not just with our show, because it's like we really aren't taking applications for that. So, but uh, at least I'm not. Okay. Um, <laughs> DM us. Like, well, hey. I don't know, maybe. Um, maybe. But, you know, think about that. Think about if 
if you're someone, let's just see how this, how this evolves. If you're someone that had a very strong personality as your role model, whether you accepted that person or not, whether, you know, maybe in, 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 some, in some families, that strong personality is exactly who one kid is going to model themselves after, maybe in spite of it, like, oh, this is just what I know. And another kid will bounce off of that and do the exact opposite because they didn't like feeling control. Um, so you have a model of how to be in control and then an opposite reaction of, I don't want anyone controlling me, so I'm going to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. So then you get these people who, who grow and develop, and depending on what they're looking for, if they're looking to create a more stable environment for themselves in their own mind, then maybe they and they have the, the uh, I don't even know, that, that certain something that keeps people like a, a, a magnetism, then... Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, how could I, how could I work this to my benefit? And if, you know, if everyone's okay, everyone's happy uh, doing what I tell them to do, then, you know, why, who am I to change anything? You know, it's working. It's a win-win. Like, if that's a scoop, then I can see where uh, a cult can start. Because I, I really think, and I'm giving a lot of people the benefit of the doubt, that, right? that these things start with a really pure intention, mm-hmm. you know, based on based on their own experiences, I think you could probably find an answer for the why for them. And even if it's yeah. <laughs> short-sighted, or, you know, they're just doing the best they can. Um, so our understanding of power and responsibility takes on a, a whole different shape. Um, and it's not going to look like everybody else's, you know, uh, unfortunately, it's not going because if it did, then you know everything would be exactly fine, right? I, or fine, even that's kind of relative. Um, but you see where these nuances come. Not everyone's going to be perfect. Some people are just going to, you know, they're just going to fuck it up for a little bit. <laughs> and maybe the capacity to feel remorse, um, the capacity to uh, empathize, will will play a big role in how they shift and change because everyone can shift and change. There might not be enough time to see it all the way through, but um, that's just my take is that you could, you have to do a lot of work. You could change. And, um, but it also means you risk losing your level of power that you had before over others because they're going to depend on you. Like they've kind of are addicted now, but like, well, you have to keep doing it because I don't know how to do that. It's not within me. You told me everything has to come through you, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> so this is how families play out all the time. Um, and then when you get more and more people who aren't related, then, you know, you get, you get those types of uh, groups, you know, cults, um, you know, uh, secret societies, <laughs> you know, I mean, you have all, all the manners of what it means to build a community and you don't, I don't think people realize how many communities are part of, um, uh, and, and the type of impact, you know, a different thought can make. Now, this is why families will crumble. Sometimes they'll, um, you know, the, the parents want to keep it a certain way. You, know, you can't marry outside of what we're used to doing or you know, a particular religion or, or race. Like, you know, I remember asking early on if I was supposed to marry another Filipino um, because I didn't see wow. it happening. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, then that conversation changed a little bit later on. Like, you actually expect me to marry a guy? What? Um, what? You to marry? What? So, uh, what? yeah. So there's there's a lot that we... Um, we uncover and, and discover about ourselves. And then we, we usually look at, well, it doesn't fit into what we've been taught. It doesn't fit into the stories that we grew up believing. Um, and until we, we can think for ourselves, at least ask them different questions and, and imagine what if, uh, you know, the responsibility is, is, on, is on us individually, um, but the, the group component, the family component, 
the community component, it's always going to be there. I mean, even mm-hmm. if you think you live all on your own, like, you know, out in the mountains, you, you can't, you cannot really sustain it without some, at least one other person, some other force hanging out mm-hmm. with you and, and influencing that or, or having a say, because that sense of belonging is primal. And I think we've, we've been able to break out of some of that where, well, I'm going to do it by myself. You know, some people call that a rite of passage. I mean, there are cultures where when you're, if you're a male, if you're a boy, you're, you, know, you turn, what, 13, you're supposed to go out to the woods for you know, a week I know, or two. right. Oh, my God. You know? And come back mm-hmm. man. <laughs> and kill, kill all these big animals, and I don't know what you do. Yeah. You know, but there's so that 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 is, but it's but again, even that is meant to be temporary. I think even now I'm kind of getting stuff kind of thrown at me here, like the you know the 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 Jews wandering in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. You know, that's a whole community, mm-hmm. a whole tribe, mm-hmm. having to tough it out, having to trust their leaders, having to trust what is being told to them. And, and so it's, it's a problem because if you, sometimes if you don't listen, people die. Um, Ooh, you know, that's deep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you want to survive, <clears throat> but then you also want to have more than just survive survival. You want you want to be able to thrive. So when we flip it a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, that that sense of oppression, yeah, I belong to something, but it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not healthy. So we have to continue to think and create and and to create not out of fear because I think we see how it evolves. When you create out of fear, you usually end up creating stuff that's still kind of scary, right? Because you, you can't – it just takes a little bit of time to, to rough, mm-hmm. rough out those, those – uh, smooth out the edges. Um but sometimes it, it just takes enough of that to where it clicks like, oh, you know what? I've got to stop approaching it from this energy of survival or fear or hate, um, competition. I got to I got to beat it out. I got to get it. I, I, all of it out. It has to be exactly very controlling, right? When it becomes love, there is an, uh, an allowing uh, for the others, and there's room. There's room for these nuances that you're like, okay, I think if it were if it were my way, if I had said it has to be this way, I would have missed out on all these other things that would probably be too afraid to be shown. Because how many of us have just kept quiet to keep the status quo, to not right. rock the boat, to not be seen? Because if you got seen, mm-hmm. something worse could happen to you. Yep. And so when we get into an, uh, an environment, so again, environment, community, where we feel safe, that's when we take the deeper breaths. That's when we can rest and, and rest peacefully for a moment and get back into an alignment of sorts of like, well, this is who I am. This is what really is important for me. And this is how I would want to treat other people because this is how I'd want to be treated. That's when you start really creating a, a, an intentional community um, for the good, because it isn't about just you and your stuff. Right. You, know, you start to you start to make those connections. You start to understand that other people have a different story. Maybe they had a, a you know a few details different, but sometimes the result is the same. Right. Uh, and that's when you find that common ground. But you know, we have stories that remind us of our. Uh, shortcomings and also of our greatest strengths. Sometimes it's all the same story. That's why that, that positive, you know, toxicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A toxic I mean, positivity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> positive. To- positive it's, positivity. it's definitely toxic. <laughs> positive. <it's> toxic. <laughs> um, right. Right. But, you know, you, you can, you can, uh, you can kind of go from that from that viewpoint, but even even those people who are saying it, they know there's other stuff that's like just really really difficult, and they're just not ready yet. So you know, I I think I'd probably be I don't know I don't know my choice would probably be around someone who's pretty positive, 
but then I think even after that, I'll be like, listen, <laughs> listen you, you, not, yes, definitely. This is not the reality of it because, you know, some days it's going to rain. And um, that's right. And and sometimes people don't speak up and sometimes people, you know, don't even know what the truth is. Some people, sometimes people don't even know what they want. And um, mm-hmm. uh, so I think it's just very fascinating because the, our, our, uh, our interest in power, because we don't necessarily call it that, but that's really, I think that's, well, at least one of the things it is, it's power, because we haven't figured out our own power. So we, we look at other people who we think model that. And sometimes it's like seeing people who get really rich, I guess it's, you know, because that's it's an understanding of energy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we can be like, wow, just in awe of them. And then you hear all these stories that undermine, well, they're not a perfect person. Imagine that. No, they're not, a, they're not perfect. Right. Wow. Hello. <laughs> right. Um, and you know, I, I I don't know of of any person who's just done all good and that's it, you know. Um, and not that I wouldn't believe it, I just think you know there's a there's a contrast in this world for a reason. And even yep. if in the bigger picture, you your decisions were the right decisions, you know, at at, at the point that we're looking at, in someone else's per, uh, perception, they got hurt. You can't you can't please everybody. You know, nope. but but like that hurt maybe was a factor in them doing the work they needed to do to go deeper within. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I love that we bring in these different uh, uh, like topics and things that we <laughs> we've seen because we we look at what we went through with Trump and how we we're still kind of dealing with. That. But that but that mentality yeah, is is, yeah, is just, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. No. Um, however, that that abusive power, like this, when you when you, it reminds me of whenever you give somebody who uh, who doesn't who has that that uh, I don't know what kind of mentality it is, what how I would describe it, but it, uh, broken perhaps, but that need. Mm to be in charge and to, at, at all costs, um, oh, what do they feel that they're, they're belonging to? They're oh belonging to like the, the, the majority, the group that's in power, although they'll play it and say, no, no, we're the minority. Um, and it's interesting what people think of in terms of what's majority, what's minority. Um, right. It's not just color of skin, it's assets, it's connections. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a world that was created to, you know, to play that up. And can yeah. we create other worlds? Absolutely. Um, can we can we create and be in other ways of, of living? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's, I think the, the, the power game is something that we've obviously, we obviously have definitely messed up. <laughs> we, we we don't like you know games like Monopoly for example like oh I can just you know have it all. Um, mm-hmm. you know, what other games are we developing and and wanting to to play instead like choosing choosing to do something different and, and to be immersed like I in the Atlanta area there's a woman who came up with a uh, a game it's actually a board game I don't know how mass produced it is it's here in the Atlanta area. And she'll host it uh, every so often. Her name is Debbie Unterman, and the name is called uh, it's called the Clarity Game. And it takes oh. like hours to do, <laughs> but you you get people oh. together, and, and it's 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 interesting stuff. It, it's been a few years since I've played it, um, but it it has different ways of trusting your intuition, of uh, you know just all these different things. A very metaphysical uh, game, um, but you know we learn. When families who do game nights, you know, we learn uh, competition. Mm. Sometimes we learn cheating. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, handling learn, handling losing, handling losing. Right? How to be a gracious winner. Um, mm-hmm. But it's interesting the types of games that we have been we have devised, uh, and it's all kind of on the same track of you know a, a winner and a loser. So still reinforcing 
the duality, uh, you know, of, of, you know, if you got a winner, you got to have a loser. You can't both win. <laughs> you know? So, and I don't, I'm not saying that the solution is to have everybody get medals, you know, um, but there's right. more than one way of looking at what, what has been won. Um, is it the stuff or is it the clarity of who you are, who you are becoming with the potential of who you could be um, in making different choices? Like what's really important? So we just have to be able to look at it in different ways. And I think we do, but it's it just like even the content of things that we are creating um, – for our art and entertainment um, is, is very telling, you know, as well as the news of what we choose to report, what we choose to, um, like out of all the things in this world that you uh, could talk about, some people obviously choose the most upsetting because it's, it, it gets that kind of response. And that's the juiciness that they want to get into and then others will give you endless cat videos because it's harmless, <laughs> it's cute, uh, it's mindless, and they just want to feel good for a moment. Like I have a friend of mine who, after her mother passed, um, she could not watch anything heavy, dramatic. Like she just want, I think she was watching cartoons. You know, she was just watching something that was yeah. just meant to be very lighthearted and she's very she's big you know, loves reading books even the books she was reading she had to read like lighthearted stuff just could not deal with anything heavy and she did that for a while for a couple of years i feel like wow um yeah and, and you know she's still figuring out you know her grief it's gotten a little bit better she has one parent left that doesn't get along really well with he's oh, a tough good. person to get along with. Oh, but, tough. Um, oh that's not good. Okay. I'm no, because that, the, the glue of that family was the mother. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the sort of stuff that, uh, she, you know, she's working through. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a hard thing to see because all the personalities are so strong that, you know, you you just you can't say, oh, mate, well, you know, wave a magic wand. Okay, well, you just talk to him, and he'll talk to both of you, and, and it'll be fine. Like, no, it may not be fine. It might, you know, they might not ever get around to being able to just speak their minds without someone taking extreme offense and with you know just this close to shutting everything down. Like, I'm done. I don't need to see you for you know half a year. <laughs> you know that type of thing. Um, that she's, as we've talked about things, and this is part of my ongoing, you know, larger group, my own, like, you know, community here. Um, one thing we did do the other day was, well, I think Sunday we did, a, we all did a brunch. Like the ladies, we all did a ladies brunch like we do. Um, as one does. As one does. It was actually nice to catch up with everybody. Um, but another mm-hmm. one of our friends has um, an elderly mother who recently uh, broke her hip. Oh, God. So she's in uh, – and she was already in an independent living place. Right. It um, happened there. So now she's in another place where she's rehabbing. Um, mm-hmm. So she's not really even in her immediate community, and she's, like, basically in a in a hospital, you know, like a different right. place to get – get the help and the attention she needs to get better. And um, so I think that was like three weeks ago. Um, and so our friend was saying, um, she's like, yeah, because this friend of ours, married, has a kid, um, had to travel for work the past week. and was just like, oh, I hope I can, you know, she's planning on seeing her mom that day, later on that evening. Um but I could tell, you know, she was just really worried about her. Like, you know, she's, I think she's just really bored. I want to keep her spirits up. So, yeah, another one of my friends and I, we offered, a, we were like, well, like on Monday was sort of a holiday for some people. Um, mm-hmm. and I said, well, if you, do you need us to do anything? Do you, you know, can we go by and visit her? I, I've never met her, but, you know, I, I said, I'm sure I met oh, her like is- when you guys got, when you guys got married, but I don't remember her. 
that, um, but that just to offer is so kind. That's generous. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, because we've all talked about this. We've all talked about, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, our parents and what it means for them to get older. And as some parents have mm-hmm. passed or other parents have had, you know, health mm-hmm. issues. And then there's my aunt who doesn't have any kids. Um, right. Her husband passed, has health issues. Right. Um, you know, so we've all talked about this over the last, you know, few months in earnest. Um, because sure. it became apparent mm-hmm. that like we've, We've we've got to we've got to be able to support each other. Not everyone has like a huge family like I do. No, <laughs> I think I'm, no. I think I'm one of the ones that has like the largest family. Mm-hmm. Um, but even you know like I I have a parent that doesn't want any help because she doesn't want people to think she is weak. But you know she mm-hmm. she won't accept it, and she's also yeah. you know four and a half hours away. Um, so I I know the the frustration in that. So I think. With us, with all of us offering, it's like, well, what can we do? And and so when we said, well, we could come by and visit her, we could like bring her some flowers or you know just something to brighten her day. We're asking, what what would she like? Um, I said, yeah, do we need to bring her wine? And she's like, I'm sure she would like it, but she probably shouldn't mm-hmm. with the bed she's on. I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. Okay, so we did that. My friend and I, uh, we went over oh, wow. Monday afternoon and spent two hours, two and a half hours there, just talking that's with her. She's a great storyteller. Huge. <laughs> wow, we that's so lovely. Flowers. Yeah, nice. and and I was just trying to, you know, get into that mode of uh, because, like, with my mom, she'll talk to anybody. You know, when we're on a cruise, she's talking to complete strangers, probably telling them way too much information. But mm-hmm. you know, she kind of lets loose when it's people she doesn't really know. And, yeah, there's nothing invested. There's nothing right. to prove. She can create that. She can create the persona, you know, of her imagination. Right. Right. So, uh, so, you know, if someone did that from, from my parents, you know, I would be very grateful. I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. You know, you could, you should mm-hmm. go on, go on by and visit. And, and so I definitely wanted to, uh, extend that out, you know, because it is important. Like these, these are my friends that I've known for, you know, 20, 30 years. Right. Uh, I've known them since we were all in college. <laughs> right and to see all of us grow and we, we all have these same talking points about our parents who are you know in their 70s or 80s and in various stages of health um we just don't you know we don't always ask those questions but those were those are some really good conversations we've had in the past um where you know what can we do to help each other and if it just if it, even if it's just like we just need to get together and vent and talk because you know, our parent is driving us crazy, you know, or, um, or, you know, like we had another one of our friends whose parent, his father passed away was it last year. Um, but I did know him. That was, it was, it was earlier this year. I, you know, I, I, I knew him for years. So, you know, like I, I grieved with, with everybody on that one too. And you know, she couldn't make it to our brunch she had a lot she says having a just a very busy weeks you know complete overwhelm and i just think i need a, a moment <laughs> to, to, to stay put i'm like okay so we offered do we need to go by come by later on bring you some wine she's like no 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 i got i got i got it taken care of it's okay but it's just mm-hmm. checking in on people because we don't that's so nice uh-huh yeah, we don't have that. Um, I guess what I'm used to is, is a large family and kind of people checking in on us every so often. And, you know, there's always an event that you kind of have to go to, but it's a way of everybody kind of keeping together. So we don't, that's what I'm used to. I mean, I'm not, I can't say that we've always done it with great consistently, consistency as we've gotten older, because um, I think our dynamics have changed where people move away. Uh, or even across town is too far, uh, you know, at, at, at a moment's notice to do anything. But um, but for this group, we all live fairly close to each other, um, and I, you know, they're they're near and dear to me. So yeah, I did I did feel really good. So it was such a nice conversation with her too, with the the mother. You know, she just has some stories to tell. It was great. Um, so sweet. Yeah, yeah. So we can. Yeah, we. Go ahead. That means a lot to them. 
yeah. Oh, yeah. She apparently called our friend and was like, oh, I had such a great visit with her visitors, you know, like that was great. Um, and I know. She, so our friend and texted us. that's the same song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's the same way I feel about my aunt because she doesn't have any, any kids or, or, or you know, now her, she doesn't have a spouse anymore. Um, she has, she does live, she doesn't live alone, but she, she's alone for most of the day. Um, so I know for her to be able to get out is important. It's, you know, a way for her to stay connected and to not mm-hmm. feel overlooked, right. Or forgotten. Yeah. Um, disregarded. Mm-hmm. Disregarded. Right. Right. So, uh, that is important. That is important. And, I just, you know, I've seen it play out and I, you know, I know I can't be the, the person to do it for everybody, but if we can lead by example, it's just, just a way of reaching out. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's harder to do that as we get older. So to break that pattern, we just have to keep doing it. Like, like still plan on doing some things and it doesn't have to be a big raucous party. It can really just be, well, let's get coffee. Let's get, uh, yep, brunch together. Let's let's just catch up, and that's really what it is. And I'm so grateful. I have friends that do it so so much better and much more consistently than I do. And all of these are friends that I've known for decades. Um, yeah. We don't live anywhere near each other, but I I very I value them very much because of that connection. Of course. And uh, so yeah, it's a way that can be modeled. You know, even Isabel who kind of is her own little world there and it's important for her to see how many people she has around her, you know, that look like Mm her. (laughs) Yeah. Some that look like her mom and some that look like her dad. Um, Mm -hmm. It's it's important. And I kind of feel like this is part of the, part of the work that like the ancestors are kind of telling me, you know, like that's, I look at the numbers that I have within my name and, and my birth date and, you know, the number six is a big deal. It's a it's a big number for me. Um, mm-hmm. And so those are those are the kind, kinds of vibes. It's not like I'm I'm a mother, but to be nurturing or to um, to understand what's important within the the family or the community or to keep it together on some level. You know, it's a lot to do, <laughs> but uh, figuring out ways to not doing alone, doing it alone is vital. Absolutely. Amen to that. Yeah. But, you know, when I can become the next big cult leader, you know, I'll let you know. Um, oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I'm just saying saffron robes will look good on everybody. Pretty sure. Yes. It's a, it's a good, it's a, <clears throat> it's a good color. So I think it is. As, yeah. No, it's, no, it's, it's great because, um, not everyone has a family network. Like when you talk about that, my kids don't even have cousins. I mean, we're basically right. a family of three. We're basically a family of three. I don't really talk to my siblings. I mean, it's cordial, whatever. But if we text twice a year, since my mother died almost two years ago, mm-hmm. um, no cousins. Um, wow. It's really just the three of us. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. So when you talk about, and I've been to family functions, and it's like a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. a lot, like eighty people, like one little party, eighty people. I'm, what? <laughs> so I, I, I marvel, I marvel at that. You know, I marvel at that. Um, yeah. So it's great that you. You know, you're there for your aunt. You're there for your friends. But like, it's 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 beautiful. It's 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 beautiful because it's you just don't know, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, you know, that the vibe of especially on my dad's side, that the vibe of that family is, you know, if you're a friend, you're family. You know, if you're coming here, you're family. Yeah. Um, That's right. And, and, you know, how Anna and I are, it's like, well, do you need a place to stay? You can stay here. You're family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are amazing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you guys, I mean, always such a welcome, 
amazing, gracious household, generous household, welcoming household. Um, you know, we were there not too long ago, my son and myself and um, our other friend and collaborator um, yeah. were staying nearby. And then you got to meet some of my other friends that, that uh, now live in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. So yeah. in our, go ahead. No, I was just saying that that's, that is, that was what was modeled to us. It, no, it's beautiful. Like if we brought friends over, it was like, oh, like, like the whole big fat Greek wedding. They just kind of sweep them up. Oh, here you eat, you eat. You know, it's, uh, and I'm like, yeah, these are like all my college friends or all my high school friends. Oh, it's wonderful. Hey, you know, they're, they're all of a sudden they're all friends on Facebook. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that my cousin. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, friends with no, everybody that I'm friends yeah. with. So, the ripple yeah. effect. Yeah. Yep. So I'm thinking, since we're switching up the show, that uh, we can, if it hasn't happened earlier, that we could end the show with you picking a message for the card okay. of the day. Yes. So let's uh, close out the show like this. All right. All right. I'm ready when you are. Pick. Okay. So the number associated with this message is 922. Mm. Oh, this is, oh, I like this. Okay. Embrace the relief of walking away from inner conflict and the depression of turmoil. You are entering the beautiful chapter of healing and love. That's nice. Good pick. I'll read it again. Embrace the relief of walking away from inner conflict and the depression of turmoil. You are entering the beautiful chapter of healing and love. Nine two two. Ooh, what a mm. nice message to pick. Mm-mm-mm. And what yeah. the nine is that bigger picture is also letting go. So the whole walking away, like releasing that, whatever that is, the heaviness, all of it. Mm-hmm. Because nine can definitely feel because with so many things ending and a lot of change, it can feel like oh, so unstable and, and, and unsettling. Um, and then you get into this two um, of support and balance, um, both of those two twos, which make overall the number is a four, which is, again, about this foundation and, and, and get, kind of get, keeping things in order but understanding your place in it. Um, and when you are able to let go and you feel like, okay, let me, let me get things let me get things at least as stable as possible, then you can start to build and you can start to have goals and plans, at least something to get your, yourself on equal footing. And then you can decide what you want to build on. But a lot of it is going to be something different from what you just went through. In fact, a lot of it's going to be because of what you went through, because of what you went through. You start like, I don't want this, like process of elimination. Um, and, and like I talked about earlier about doing things out of, fear versus out of love as you start changing because of uh, I got pushed around I'm, I'm, I'm angry so you still you build on that whatever you do whatever you can do but as things mm-hmm. go and go and go the love you have within yourself will start to take over some of those choices because there always will be choices and the approach Amen. and that changes the energy of it so love it yeah I like that one can you send that one to me if you still have it up absolutely I'll do that. So if you guys need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOAblend at gmail.com. And we are scheduled to be back on the air on Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Please take care of yourself and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you. Happy first show under the meaning. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.